0: Hello, 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 everyone. Dana Williamson here with Bad Blessed Anointed Destin LLC, the original Bad Queen of the Round Table. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Bad Queen's podcast, as well as Faith Travel for You. You guys, this is CEOs and Cigars. And so you know that this podcast is also being recorded for Faith Travel for You. And this is where I tell you, make sure that you visit the website, BadQueensPodcast.com, as well as Faith Travel, the number four, letter U, dot C-L-U-B, for everything that's going on in and around the bad brand, what we're doing, where we're going, who we're talking to, and obviously who we are supporting. That brings me to who we're interviewing tonight, for CEOs and cigars. I am talking to Patricia Kaloff, and I am excited because, We both are going to be part of an event this weekend, and I am humbled enough to be sitting not only in the room, but at the table with other magnificent women in the cigar culture. So you guys, I want you to welcome Patricia Kalaf, and I'm going to tell you all about her. Actually, I'm going to tell you a little bit about her because I really want Patricia to go on and uh, give us some more insight on who she is and what she does. (sighs) Queen of Ash. I love that. <laughs> Obviously so because of bad queens, but Queen of Ash. Born and raised in Lebanon, became an American citizen 20 years ago. Blessings to you. Actually 23 years ago now. <laughs> 23? Oh, what? yay! Single mother to two, tw- two twin girls. She's been in and around the cigar industry for the past, uh, would that be 10, 12 years now? Yes. Okay. Originally started smoking cigars for business, socializing purposes, but quickly fell in love with cigar and cigar culture, becoming Patricia's passion and one of the few things that makes her happy. Praise God, because that's me too. (laughs) She quickly pushed herself to learn more about cigars, becoming more knowledgeable um, every day, the cigar industry has now become a rewarding career that she enjoys with infinite love and passion. I love to hear that. Recently, becoming a certified cigar sommelier, tobacconist, uh, she used to manage a multi-unit company out of Columbus, Ohio. Okay, I, I really want—I want to talk about that. Um, called House of Cigar. Recently, decided to do the job that she loves with so much passion for herself. She is the owner of Casa Aficionado, a cigar shop and lounge located in Delaware, Ohio, and online store. They, uh, The company, the business, is also certified as Women's Cigar Lounge Friendly. This is where I... There's some more things here that I want to tap into, but we'll tap into it as we talk. But this is where I kind of want to start the conversation. So you've um been in and around the cigar industry a little over 10 years. Um that that is really a blessing to me to sit again in the room and at tables because I've only been smoking cigars for about 2 years and 4 months. 2 years and 4 months and I love it. And I and it's not because it's trending. I love it because culture. I literally if I didn't smoke cigars and I wasn't, and I. But I've had the experience of being around the culture. I think I would be so sad.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. And that is because, and and help me expand on what you said in your bio about you initially got started smoking cigars in the business, mm-hmm. and um, can we say being in the right rooms with the right people, type of of um. What do they call it? I don't want to call it an addiction, but uh, enjoyable hobby at first. Elaborate yeah. on that. How did how did how did all of, how did that how did that thought come about? What what made you say I'm going in this room and this is what I'm going to do?
1: <laughs> Actually, um, a cigar was offered to me as a gift. Okay. It was um, it was cigar that was made for me. That had my eyes on it, and a name that I picked. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, that name and that cigars is no longer mine because. Okay. The company. I okay. it. Okay. Okay. But that's how it started. Okay. And I said, "Well, I gotta, I gotta smoke the cigar that was gifted to me, right? Right. So I, I'm like." Okay, it's different feelings. It's different experience. You get to sit and just relax and try to enjoy the cigar. So then after that, I, my my first actual, like, you know, wanted to try a cigar was uh, I went to the Acid Blondie, Drew mm. State, and um, I liked it, but it was a little bit too sweet. So okay. like... I'm like, let me try something different. Then okay. I start to explore. Okay. I start to enjoy it more and more. Start to enjoy the different blends, the different flavors, the okay. different type of tobacco, Dominican, Nicaragua, Honduras, Connecticut. Okay. All step by step from mild to full body. Okay. In no time I could not see myself in a different industry than The cigar industry, because of the social life that you gain from it, because of the uh, interaction with others and and enjoying other people or not, or just enjoying yourself by just relaxing and have time for yourself to just unwind and relax. All this got me to be uh, more and more involved in the cigar industry.
0: I I love what you said and um it seems like a lot of the interviews I'm doing I'm I'm becoming the student even though I'm I'm giving the the platform to expand and help you I am becoming the student <laughs> I like what you said about how in the social arena basically once you once you step into the cigar culture that social and professional a- atmosphere just kind of changes for you you don't want yeah. to go back and that makes a lot of sense as a CEO as a um entrepreneur as women business owners that is very profound and very very strong to step on because once you have that taste, how do you go back to where you were? How do you know what I mean? You, it's, hard. You can. it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's odd. It's strange. So I'm glad that you said that because this will be the listening audience. Because my my audience is ninety um, percent women, but where they're also entrepreneurs. This will help them to realize that sometimes the rooms and and faith based entrepreneurs. Okay, so sometimes the rooms that. The doors, the spiritual doors, are open for for you. May look strange, but may be a necessity. I'm so glad you shared that with us. I'm so I'm so glad because that makes sense. Um, and tell me if I'm wrong. That also makes sense because back in the day when it was just the man's thing to do, you know, they were signing contracts and 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 negotiating deals in cigar lounges. Yeah. course. So why can't we? Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> 100%. Why can't we? And if so they, say that again.
1: If they can do it,
0: definitely we, we can we can do it too. So my question and I, and I said I wanted to start with this, but I but going into why you know you started with um smoking cigars, it 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 Basically, the, the next question is kind of bouncing around a little bit. You said for um, Casa Aficionado that you are also certified as women's cigar lounge friendly. What does that
1: mean? Can you elaborate on that for me? Yes. So um, the subtle global movement collaborate yeah. with Lighten Up and decided to certify lounges as a female cigar lounge certified oh and basically is the lounge or uh the business that welcome women and okay. they have uh women who smoke cigars and goes and uh enjoy themselves in the lounge so okay. it's a women friendly cigar lounge okay okay in the state of Ohio I was the first one. I'm still the first one. <laughs> well, because my mission before I even become an entrepreneur okay. it started with the subtle global movement, and I am part of the board advisory that we connect with women who smoke cigars or want to become business owner or uh, anything that has to do with cigar industry or not. Okay, we. Have We help uh, answer questions, help direct them to the right path and to the degree, become their mentor. Um, We break the stereotype that most females are scared like they're scared, they're intimidated. We don't want this anymore. Right. So I like that. I I like that. Or to everybody, whether it's a female or male, whether it's a a uh, husband and wife or a boyfriend and girlfriend or girlfriend and girlfriend, they're all welcome here. No exception. Okay. And everybody is treated the same way, whether from me, from my employee, or from uh, the customers who becomes friends and family here. Okay, okay. Everybody, everybody equally. No one is better than another
0: right i like that that makes sense um and actually ties into my bad queens of the round table uh membership network that is exactly part of the foundation for that for me is that the the reason why we have the bad queens of the round table is because we all learn from each other no one is higher than another and Absolutely. that and once women figure that part out that's that's great but here's the thing and this is and this is me where my business isn't everything I do ends up being around cigars, but my business isn't directly around cigars. This is important for me because I don't know how not to have that connection. Like you're saying. Yeah. And again, it goes back to what we said earlier. I cannot go back to being mediocre. And what I mean by that is I can't go back to where I was. I don't know what that is like. And one thing I'm learning about, um, the Sisters of the Leap Global movement is that I'm sleeping on the movement. And I don't know why. I've been, I've been following the movement. I actually have uh did a sign in, created an account or, or registered on the website. And I've just been, that's it. You know how you do something, you go so far, and then that's it. But the more I have the conversation now with you and recently the interview I had with Anastasia, it's like,
1: Dana. Anastasia is Awesome. She started think from twenty nineteen, and I can't thank her enough for bringing it here to the US and bring us all together. She it's necessary mission. It was her. Um, uh, she was so ambitious and about it. She wants to bring the culture all together. All yes. of us, women, men, all of us together. And you know what? I'm glad that we're all here doing that and, and coming be a part to part of it. Yes, one yes. community, one culture. It
0: makes a lot of sense. It is necessary, and um, again, it allows people to eat to feel what we all ha- as women have been saying all along. Absolutely. We need to be there for each other. We need to support each other. We need to treat each other as sisters and no matter what walk of life we come from. But the, the funny part about it is, is that you will find that the caliber of woman in the cigar culture pushes or drives that home, that statement home more so than anyone outside of it. And I hate to say that being a comparison contrast, but it's just the truth. For for me, being the being the person who's who's new to the culture, I can definitely say yes. There's a difference. There's a big difference because they stand on it. The per the even men too, in the culture, stand on. We are supportive. We are a pusher. We are an encourager. We are going to make sure you get to the place that you need to get to. Especially if you're showing that you're trying to get there. Oh yeah. So yeah, it's it's very different. I'm glad you shared that because and I'm glad too that the movement was brought here to the US because it it shows it shows me that I have been oblivious in my own little corner of the world. I have been oblivious to the things that are necessary, especially for business owner women, business owners and women entrepreneurs. Okay. Tell me, um, because I want to get to this weekend, but tell me what does it take? talking to me what does it take to be a certified cigar sommelier what is what does that look like does it is that is that really rough is that like going back to school again
1: <laughs> no, no, no 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 actually a lot of basics you already know you just add more knowledge more information to your lifestyle okay, okay. it's and- very oh, very easy and uh it will allow you to get more and more involved in the cigar culture, know more about, about it, uh, tobacco-wise, uh, blend, all those stuff. We already, we already smoke some cigars. We already know a little bit here and there, but becoming a, a Somalia certified, mm-hmm. it puts it all together. Okay. Okay, all right. So that's interesting uh, i've been thinking about I, it i um i advise everybody to take it because the price that the subtle global movement presenting through the maestro uh school mm-hmm. absolutely nominal okay
0: okay i will definitely check it out definitely check it out tell me And this is a question I've been asking quite a few of uh, those of us that are involved with Cigar Queens of the Midwest, which we'll talk about shortly. But this is a question I've been asking um, how each one feels, especially those who have been in the culture the longest. A lot of of people nowadays, I'd say in the past maybe three to five years, have been tapping into smoking cigars because it looks trendy. Or it feels trendy. How do you feel about what's what's your take on that in, in in the culture, the way you know it? The way, even how you got started in it. How do you how do you feel about that when you look around and you go to different lounges in Ohio or even as you're traveling the world? How do you know what I'm saying? What is I'm trying to be respectful of some people? I, <laughs> but to, to I, me, it's like,
1: You don't fit in this space, but that, that could just be me. Go ahead. No, it's not just you. So as every industry, you got people who love the industry and do it from the heart. And you got people who wants to do it just to show off or to make something out of it for personal reasons in every industry. Now, when the cigar industry start blooming you started to see people left and right and I'm not just saying women I'm saying also men mm-hmm. both they want to be out there so they can collect likes collect mm. followers collect money I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. You can yeah. tell when you're looking at a post of someone, you can yeah. tell if they are really smoking out of passion and love for the cigar and cigar industry to share with others or if they are doing it out of personal reason. Yeah. That's nothing to do with the cigar or loving the cigar industry. Yeah. So, and I, I it, get sure it. Is, Definitely in the cigar industry for the last couple of years that I've seen. Oh, my God. But it's, I guess it's personal. You can tell you are, people are smart enough to look at certain posts or certain people and know uh, what is it for. Yeah, definitely. And I've seen it a lot. And, a lot. and I'm like, okay, <laughs> let's, move. let's move on. <laughs> To me, at the beginning, when I started, when I post something or when I share, sorry about cigar, it wasn't at the beginning was about the business I was running for another company mm-hmm. and promoting promoting the cigar. And uh, but I was enjoying smoking the cigar, and because I enjoyed the cigar, I promoted. Mm-hmm. I never promoted the cigar that I don't enjoy. Right? No, never. Right. But then. I became an entrepreneur, and more and more, you know, my love for the cigar industry has no end. Okay. I love it with every passion I have. When I talk about it, when I talk about it to my customers, oh my god, you know what? Without even them knowing what cigars I'm talking about, they they fell in love with. They fall in love with it, mm-hmm. and they said. Because you're talking about it the way you're talking about, we're gonna we're gonna smoke it. We're gonna percent never failed one person with my recommendation.
0: Yes, that makes sense. I like that. That that makes a
1: lot of sense. You can tell if there are people that really passionate about what they're doing, Mm -hmm. or they're just doing it just to do. Just to do, just to be
0: seen. And it's almost like you can do that twofold. So you're passionate about the culture. Yes. And, and the cigars or you may p- be passionate about being seen. And that that is not culture specific. That's that's not good for to, to me. And I'm just going to say, listening audience, I need you all to just just hear me out because it is it is what it is. That's not fair to me. Now, I, again, I've only been smoking for two years a little over two years here and I did my studies before I started smoking. And I took what I had learned from, I was in Houston. And I took what I had learned from being around them at that time to say, okay, this is, I like this. Let me find this. How can I find this? Um, teach me about this. And when I when I started reading things on the culture, I kept in mind the people that I was around in Houston. And if something didn't match, I'm just like, well, that doesn't make sense to me. I don't. I don't. That doesn't make sense because I I met these people, and then I found places here in Wisconsin, and I realized that there there's like this divide, but the culture still has the the percentage where the trends do, the people that are there for the trends do not. So it makes a lot of sense what you're saying because some people, they don't fit and you can tell that they don't fit because of how they, you know, because I can smoke a cigar all day long. How they present themselves, right. And I can, I mean, I can smoke a cigar all day long and people, you know, people ask me what I smoke. And, you know, right away, I found out that I like a medium to full body cigar. I started with an Oliva, more of a Connecticut mild, but I like a medium to full body. Found that out right away. But one thing that really shocked a lot of people, a lot, especially the men that um, I talked to or were around, I would smoke a placenta. I started smoking placentia and they were like, You've only been smoking for less than a year and you're already smoking Placenta? Yes, I like it. It, it, It's it's, Yes, what do you mean? (laughs) But I also know someone who um, is in the cigar industry. She has her cigar accessories business who will only smoke a flavored cigar. She loves the flavored cigar. And I'm just like, Okay, but it's not real to me, so I'm not going to indulge. But that's just me. I like a sweet tip, but not a fully infused, I can't do that. That just hurts my feelings. But again, that's not saying in comparison to what we're talking about. Yes, some people just don't fit. But in looking at it from a, I I think we are mature people. A mature cigar smoking perspective. I get exactly what you're saying. And I appreciate you, Patricia, for sharing that with us. And for, you know, people can hear from me all the time, but when they hear from someone else, both sides, it it, it gives them more to think about. So I appreciate you sharing that with us on today. Thank so you. Now, let's talk about the weekend. <laughs> so I'm Cigar, Cigar Queens of the Midwest is coming up this weekend. And in various ways, more, more than one, we are a part of that. I am very excited um, to meet all of the vendors, all the sponsors um,
1: that will be there, as well as the people that are going to be on the panel. How do you feel? Are you excited? <laughs> I'm very, very, very excited and very honored to be one of the panelists. Oh, yes, there. me too. I, um, uh, now, because now we're closed, it's only a couple days. Mm-hmm. Like now I feel, Oh my gosh! Okay, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna say? What am I gonna wear? What? Am I... <laughs> it's just, but it's fun. It's it's you know, being an entrepreneur in the cigar industry, it it brought a lot of joy to my life. Mm-hmm. Smoking cigar with a, a lot of respectful people from everywhere yes whether they are of companies or just regular humble people who likes to smoke cigars yes yes they br- that they brought so much love and passion into my life that i'm telling you i can talk about this industry about the people in the industry about the people i meet every day whether I meet them in person, whether I meet them over the phone, or I meet them like long long distance, Zoom. It just, it brings people together. And as Carlito, Carlito Fuente says, he always said this, and I agree with him 100%. It's not about the cigar, it's about the people. It is. It is. And I hold huge respect to this man because... He is very important icon in the cigar industry, and he's been my mentor since I started smoking cigars. Oh, that's and wonderful! And I look up to him, and I look up to everything he does for the cigar industry and for the people. And that's why I mentioned it. It's not. He always says it's not about cigars; it's about the people, and it is very true. It cigars is cigars bring us together
0: that's from above the,
1: all over the world. Yep, and. That's what I'm excited for is going to uh, the Midwest Queen event and being among all those amazing ladies, amazing people that some of them I already know and some of them I'm going to meet and I cannot wait. And I cannot wait to see you in person too.
0: (laughs) Thank you. I can't wait either. And I, I concur with what you're saying. I Every Every day I have a new conversation with someone that I'm going to meet um, at the Cigar Queens of the Midwest, I am humbled to be not only in the room, but also sitting at the table. And me as a faith-based individual, I know what that magnitude means. I know what yes. that means. And it just it gives me chills because... And you realize that you've come so far and and you're being in a place that you weren't even trying to be in. But here it is, doors, just opening. Here, doors, here, doors, here. You didn't have to push them open. You didn't have to go jumping through a window. And you feel the power. And you feel the power. Exactly, exactly. And that's what royalty is. We exude all power. And we don't have to. We don't have to tell anyone that we do is what I mean. It just happens. And so I too am humbled to be in the, not only in the room, but also sitting at the table. I am excited for this weekend, but I'm excited to also meet all of you that are actually directly in the culture. Um, I'm working on building a group here at my private cigar company, uh, cigar club, a women's group. And it's been kind of hard for just what we've been talking about, who fits and who doesn't. And the one thing I know, even even just talking, doing the interviews and talking here and, here and there, uh, either in the group chat or on social media, I am protective of the people that I totally respect. And I, I now, even though I haven't met everyone, have a total respect for all of the cigar queens of the Midwest, their significant others, and even some of their children here's why because once i connect with someone and i feel that like you said feel the power there's no way i'm gonna let someone come in and stomp on that N- no way and so i mentioned about my cigar club because they mentioned that the guys mentioned that over the weekend you know the, the owner was like hey y'all we have to you know try to get a little more women here for dana to build this group or whatever whatever and then one of the guys said uh-uh we're not going to do that because Dana is too protective of us. And he wasn't saying that not to invite women. He just knew that not every person fits. Not every person fits.
1: Absolutely. And so
0: I, I will be excited to just be in the room with all of you, just to not even ask questions or, t- or have big, long, drawn-out conversations, but just kind of soak up that energy to help me to continue to move forward in all aspects entrepreneurship building this group uh for the club and and also just being queen just being queen and
1: you are you are a queen
0: thank you thank you thank you as well as you and it's it's funny because i introduced myself the same way i introduced for the podcast being the original bad queen of the round table. And there's a gentleman that's part of a cigar network that we go to every month. And he started calling me queen. Like the first three months I was in the network, everyone now calls me queen. They don't even know my first name. (laughs) When When I, when I introduced my business, some people that have been there and, but hadn't been there for a while, would come up to me later and said, I thought your first name was queen. (laughs) <laughs> I I didn't know. And it, and it's funny and I said, "Listen, I answer to both. I will not stop you if you if you do that. I answer to both, but I don't have a hoity toity persona because of that. I respect and represent all queens that are just being who you, who they are. And I think you've said that. You said that in so many words, just being and accepting. And this is who you are in the culture. I'm I'm so I'm so glad that I got the chance to interview you, Patricia. This has been a blessing to me. And I, I, awesome. I, I don't know what to thank you. And I don't I don't know what to whew. you know what when I'm done here, I'm done for the day. That's that's it, that's what I know. <laughs> I, I can go and relax and just be. <laughs> but before that, I want you to share with us how can people connect with your business. I know you're online. I know you're also um, in, in Ohio, like a, a brick and mortar, but I, how can people connect with you? Whether it's social media, website, please tell the listening audience so they know.
1: So first of all, my online website is aficionado.net that shows everything, uh, most of the uh, the brands that I carry at my store, okay. where they can call the store to place an order and I ship all over the United States. Okay. Second, I am all over social platform, uh, Facebook, um, Instagram, LinkedIn. Even mm-hmm. if you put Casa Aficionado on Google, I will it will pop up and tells you everything about what we are here. Okay, it shows everything about what. So, Queen of Fash or Casa Aficionado, I am everywhere. Okay, okay, and we are. looking. Delaware, Ohio at 310 South Sandusky Street. Okay. Perfect. So it's
0: um, net is the website for Casa fishing But you also do you have an online store? Queen Is
1: Queen of Ash online store still? So that's what I started when I opened my company. I okay. started online as Queen of Ash online store. Okay. And then I said, I'm a people person i need i need my brick and mortar so i opened the store and called it casa aficionado so it's a queen of ash doing business as casa aficionado Aficionado, we are all family and we treat oh i love it i love
0: it Okay, so listening audience, you can find her on um, Instagram if you're on Instagram more often, or also on Facebook, Casa, F- Casa Aficionado. I am now following you. I thought I was following you already, but I am now following you. Uh, I totally, woo, I totally appreciate you. I thank you so much for your time today. Um, I know we're all, yeah, getting ready for this weekend, but also getting ready. We're in, doing business, we're still doing what we normally need to do. So I appreciate yeah. you for that. <laughs> And I can't wait to meet you this weekend. I will I
1: will definitely see you. And in- I gotta thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. I you and I am very honored to be here with you now talking to you. And I am very honored to see everyone this weekend and see you and in person and give you the biggest hug. <laughs>
0: Thank you so much. Well, listen, listening audience, thank you all so much for tuning in. We just had a great conversation with a Patricia Kaloth. I want to make sure I always say that right. That that comes from my Catholic school upbringing that I know how to pronounce names correctly. But um, with Casa Aficionado, she is a wonderful woman in the cigar industry and you know what? Just a wonderful woman, period. So we've had a great conversation with this queen Please share this podcast with your friends, your family, your listening audience. And we pray to see you this weekend at the Cigar Queens of the Midwest in Chicago. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. God bless. Thank you. you. You're welcome.